Welcome to a life-transforming message from the Potter's View International Ministry. Our messages are heaven-breath, Holy Spirit-inspired, and destiny-changing for the transformation of individuals and society. As you listen, may you be blessed and positioned to take your place in life and be prepared for eternity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I hear a believing amen? Amen. I'm believing God that your life will never remain the same. Amen. That God will transform you from glory to glory. Amen. I speak as a saint man that your life will be transformed Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm asking that in a strange way you will see a new dimension of God in your life. Amen. Whoever has asked, Where is your God? Amen. May the glory of God answer Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. I say, Here I am. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, we celebrate you. Spirit of living God, please bless us this morning with your word. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. This morning I want, to start a, uh, I want to start a series. And I'm believing God that this series is necessary because God is about to do something in the spiritual and the physical. Or sometimes we do in the spiritual, it has to be done in the physical. And um, when God is going to give it to us this day in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. There is no promise of God. What did I say? There's no promise of God that can be fulfilled without the favor of God. What did I say? There's no promise of God that can be fulfilled without what? The fa- if the favor of God is not involved, then God is not involved. When God makes a promise to you, the first thing you will see is your inability and inadequacy to do it. So God told the people of Israel that they will go to a, a promised land. But they were a small nation, true or false. They were a few nations. But God was sending them to a land that was greater and mightier than they were. But because God was with them, because God favored them, what happened? They entered into it. May I pray for someone this morning? That all the promises of God, the favor of God will be unleashed upon you this morning in the name of Jesus. Look, this morning I'm going to be talking about one thing. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 6 verse 8, can we read it together? Someone found favor. I don't know who that person is. But today I want to say that Kyle, they found favor. So, in Gen- so somebody found favor. So it means that favor can be found. And once it can be found, it can be missing. I mean, what can be found means that it can be missing. But the Bible says, but Noah found grace. There's a translation that I like. Give it to me. I said, Noah found what? Favor. With, in the eyes of God. The person that you find favor in his presence will determine how high you will rise in life. True of us. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. But no, I found what? Look, the truth about it is that grace and mercy cannot enter into a person's life without the favor of God. So the Bible says, but do I what? What did Noah find? He found what? Favor and grace in the eyes of God. Let me tell you something. It wasn't that Noah never committed any sin. No? It wasn't that Noah was an extremely righteous man. But the Bible said, Noah found what? Favor. Someone will find favor today. Amen. 
<laughs> you see, when you find favor with God, what is happening to others is not permitted to happen to you. So when others were destroyed, God made an ark for Noah not to be destroyed. Not only for him, but to his family too. Listen to me. So when you find favor, the favor does not extend to only you. It extends to your family. So, and you are what? Are you, and even the animals that are with you. Praise the Lord. You know, we used to say something. He said, in those days, the rats in churches used to be small. They as poor as children. But have you seen rats in churches now? They are fat. They are big. You know why? Because the, there's prosperity in the church. So, the rats in the churches are already big. The camels, do you know that when God blesses you, even the, even the insects in your house become blessed? You now begin to see cockroaches as fat. Because they see food to eat. They fat. They're fat. You understand? Praise the Lord. Why am I saying this today? But Noah, the Bible says Noah did what? Noah found favor. Noah did what? Found favor. Noah did what? Found favor. I don't know about you, but I want your life today to be a testimonial to the fact that <laughs> that BC found favor. Femi found favor. Samson found favor. They look back and say, look, if they want to describe your life, they will say, oh, that guy found favor with God. So that person found favor with God. Now, I think and I believe that it has come to a time when God wants to destroy nations that the people of God must find favor with him. Do you understand what I said? When God wants to destroy, when God's justice wants to be at play, people that found favor will not be. Look, favor will suspend the justice of God in the person's life. So when Jesus Christ was born and he was coming to the earth, they said what? That favor has come to the earth. What was the, what made Mary be the determinant of, received, of receiving the... the, uh, the, the say you have found favor with God. Say you have found favor with God. And how do I know that Mary found favor? The same thing that Mary said, Zachariah said it. One was dumb, one was, one was, one was still alive. It means that We'll talk about it this morning. So, in America, they're celebrating their Mother's Day, Abby. You know, women are very, very powerful. They celebrate Mother's Day two or three times in a year. So, eh? Four times in a year. Four times in a year. God bless you. You don't celebrate it with them. Then you will know that favor has been withdrawn from you. <laughs> so, today, I was just thinking about it. And I said, what kind of, what kind of, which, which woman? Which woman epitomizes someone who found favor in the Bible? And that favor extends not only to her, but to her generations after her. Eh? Are you people Bible students? Naomi found favor. So there's a woman called Ruth, Abby. Abby? Eh? Ruth, Abby? So there's a man called Ruth? Ruth. But you never know what favor means to a person until you study the story of what? Of Ruth. So I'm going to go to Ruth chapter 2 today to look at a woman who found favor with God. And I'm believing God that everyone in Portersville will find that favor. Amen. Your amen has quite a short call. Amen. 
I am saying that you must say amen, not because you want to encourage me, but because of the fact that you are telling the heavens that you are ready to receive this favor from God. In the name of Jesus. You see, let me tell you something. The Bible says in, in, um, in Psalm 5, chapter um, 5, chapter 12, Abby. Psalm 5, 12. Abby? Psalm 5, verse 12. What does it say? Let's go to, let's go to Psalm 5, before we go to Ruth. For you, we do what? Bless the righteous one. What do you surround him with? What does it mean? What does it mean? What's a shield? A covering. You will never understand what a shield is unless you start studying a defensive mechanism that nations have put to shield them from missiles. You understand? So nations put me, they have this, uh, what do you call it? This, um, this discovery field, maybe the, uh, the Patriot missile. America used to, uh, the, the anti-missile defenses. What happens? It means that no matter the missiles that the enemy shoots, what happens to it? It shields them. Hello, in this generation, you need, you need something to shield you from what is going on in the land. Do you agree? You need something to shield you from the economic decadence in the land. You need something to shield you from the moral decadence in the land. You need something to shield you from the spiritual activity in the land. You need something to shield you from what is wasting men and women in the land. You need something to shield you from what is making others fail. You need something to shield you from what is limiting the capacity and the potentials of people. You need something to shield you from the failures of other men. And the Bible said, favor is a shield. I came to realize that what shields you, what makes you not have, not, not, what makes you not have the results other, other people are having is the favor of God. So when God's favor comes upon you, he shields you. So every anti, anti-destiny forces that comes against you, the favor of God says, no, he's not, this is not your candidate. Every anti-failure forces, anti-failure of uh, arrows, anti-success arrow um, that people shoot. And when they shoot it, it happens. They say, no. Everything that comes, that, sh- that limits people at their potential, that what's come against you, favor says, no, this one has found favor with me. Favor becomes a shield that makes your potentials to become realizable. It means that if you want to bless anyone, if you want to transform anyone's life, the first thing you do is to invoke the favor of God upon them. And I'm believing God this day that this month we shall study favor so that your life will be called favor. Your name will be called favor. You know, one day Naomi said, don't call me Naomi again. I am bitter. She called me bitterness. But today, your own story will not be that. Oh, your story used to be that you were bitter before. Your experiences means that you were bitter before. But now your life means that it's favored. So God is going to favor you so that your testimony will be favored or favored by God in the name of Jesus. So let's go to Ruth chapter 2 verse 1. And the Bible talks about the story. Naomi went, Naomi, Naomi had um, two husbands, two children and her husband, they went to the land of Moab. Now, Moab is a very long story itself. Moab is a story of a, of a place that destroys men. But let's not go there today. So the Bible says that in verse 2, and the Bible says, and now Naomi had a relative of her husband. Okay. Okay, let's go. So, Ruth, the Moabite. Now, that's where I want to go to. What did the Bible, how did the Bible introduce Ruth as? What does it mean to be a Moabite? 
Now, if you don't understand this, you will never understand even some of the prayers that David prayed. Praise the Lord. Anybody who is married to a Moabite in the Bible, in biblical times, out to their 10th generation, were not permitted to come into the temple of God. So that was the reason why when David prayed, he said, David's prayer was that he wanted to enter into the temple of God. His entire prayer. You know why? Because David was what? Was a descendant of what? Of Ruth. Of a Moabite. And the Bible said the Moabites were cursed people. Their story was cursed. You remember the story of Moabites? You know how they were cursed? You know how Moabites came about? The, uh, what do you call it? Lot and his daughter. Abby? So they, were, so they had this curse upon them. But you know, no matter the curse that you carry today, eh, the kind of favor that Ruth came upon that disconnected her from the curse will be the one that you live here with this morning in the name of Jesus. So here was Ruth. The Bible says Ruth came, it said Ruth came into what? She went into what? And Ruth said she wanted to go into the field. She wanted to go. The Bible had given the people of Israel that they should leave a corner of, of their field for poor people so that there will be nobody that will say that at least I cannot eat in the land. Praise the Lord. So Noah said, oh, so Ruth said, no, ask his mom, let me go into the fields and gather falling grain behind someone who allows me to. So some people deliberately leave falling grain so that the poor people can take so that they're not hungry. It was a form of um, social security that God had put in place. Then, good. Now, so Naomi, Naomi now answered her, go ahead, my daughter. What? So, look, this is, let's say, go to anywhere in Lagos and go to any field. If there's anybody who would allow you to do what? To go to their field. Now, but if someone has found favor, he would be distinguished by something that will take place. Look at verse 3. Now, look at verse 3. Now, so Ruth left and entered the field to gather grain behind the harvesters. Are you listening to me? Now, the Bible says she happened to be in the portion of land belonged to Saul. Now, she happened to be. Why did she happen to be in the land of Boaz? Why did she not go and go out to another land that would destroy her? When favor is upon you, eh, serendipity will favor you. You will go to the land that will bless you. You will go to the career that will bless you. You will go to the place that will transform you. You will go to the woman that will transform you. You will go to the man that will transform you. You will happen to be at the right place at the right time. And the Bible says she happened to be. She happened to be. Why did she not go to another land? When God's favor is upon you, God will direct you to the place that will be a blessing. To the land that will not consume you. To the land that will transform you. She happened to be in the portion of the land belonging to Boaz. She happened to be. As of now, you happen to be in the right place. Amen. You happen to be in the place where they are needing you. They need your services. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, they will just go to and say, is there anybody around here who can do this? He said, I can't do it now. And they said, go and do it. You happen to be there. In the name of Jesus. I heard of, you see, when, look, let me tell you something. You saw this politician looking for, vying for position. 
the day they're going to make up their mind who they're going to choose, eh, someone will just happen to make a recommendation and everything will change. Praise the Lord. Say, the Bible says, and she happened to be. On that translation, on the Zohaman translation, she happened to be. That she happened to be. You understand that? Eh? Have you ever wondered that if someone is disfavored, she will, person will happen to enter the wrong bus? True of us. It happened to the wrong man. But if someone is favored, he happened to enter the right bus. I met someone one day doing evangelism. You understand? What thing happened to another? What thing happened to another? What happened to that story? Pastor Femme knows the story. One day she called me. She said, I blessed the day I happened to meet you on the road. And life changed. Praise the Lord. Do you have a nice translation? And by chance. Eventually. I said, and by chance. In fact, the right word is that by serendipity. You didn't plan it. But by chance. By what? By chance. Look, I've told you, the Bible says the race in life is not to the swift. It's not to what? It's not what? To the strong. Not to men of skill or mind of understanding. But it says what? Time and chance. Time and chance is favor. It's favor that makes time and chance favor somebody. So it, it happened to you. It's time and chance. It's favor that makes... You say, and she happened to be where? Other she say she, by chance. Chance. Chance will favor you from now. Amen. Your amen has quite shock <coughs> Chance will favor you. Amen. What you didn't even plan for, chance will bring it to you. Amen. Oh, it was by chance. Look, many times, many of the stories, ah, by chance I just went there and they said, it's all, every great story I've heard, it was by chance. It was by chance. Somebody was saying something and by chance I happened to be there. Somebody was doing something and by chance he happened to be there. Ah, who can even help us? A friend of mine was telling me one day, you understand, about your, friend, your present boss. He said, one day we were just sitting now. He said, who can help us do this thing in Ghana? He said, ah, okay, I can do it now. He said, are you sure? That was the first time the guy saw $200,000 in his life. By chance. Being at the... You see, chance will favor you. So, Boaz happened to be... Um, Ruth happened to be in Boaz field by chance. By chance. It's favor that makes chance. Directs you to the chance place that, uh, that it will be good for you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because when life is disfavored, by chance, he will take you to a place that is bad. Yes. And that thing will reduce that person. Not Nobody in Potters will ever be reduced. So, by chance. So, he went there by chance. Verse 4. Praise the Lord. So, Boaz came and said, the Lord be with you. And the man answered, the Lord give you his blessing. Now, verse 5. The Boaz says, well, who, who was the authority over the quarters? Whose girl is this? So, Boaz was asking. Praise the Lord. And the servant who was in the quarters said, it is a Moabite girl. Hello? Not even an Israeli. Are you understanding me? But it's when favor comes to you, eh? He doesn't discriminate against your past. Your past does not count. So he says, the Moabites, who came back with Naomi out of the country of Moab? Look, look at verse 7. And she said unto me, let me come into the grain field and take up the grain after the cutters. So she came and has been here for morning to now, without resting even for a minute. Verse 8. Then said Boaz to me, give ear to my daughter. Do not go to and take up the grain in another field. 
You see, because, because she was led by favor to a field, what was the first thing that man said to her? He said, don't go to another field again. This field will satisfy you. You understand? So that means that there's a place that God can lead you to and you would not need to go to another place. There's a business you can do that you will not need to do on that business. There is, there is a breakthrough you can have that you don't need another breakthrough. There's a breakthrough that can become mothers of all breakthroughs that satisfies all conditions. He says, look, I, you don't need to go to another field or you don't even need to go away from here. So the man said, you know what? Stay here. This will satisfy you. You know, there are times I hear people say that, oh, have multiple sources of income, or have multiple sources of income. It's true, have multiple sources of income, but there are some times that a source is large enough, it's an ocean, that you cannot, on your own, it will swallow you if you want to do other things with it. So you have to stay there alone. And what was telling her, he said, look, stay here, stay here, don't go in there. stay here. You understand? That's what I'm saying, stay here. Don't, you don't need to go on that place again. And you will never be hungry. Look, but keep it. And verse 9. <coughs> Look at our prayer. Keep your eyes on the field they are cutting and go after them. Have I not given others to the young men not to put a hand on you? And when you are in need of drink, go to the vessel and take of what the young men have put there. What does that mean? It's favor. It's favor. But you know, the first thing that favor did was to take her to the right place first. And when she got there, what did he say? He said, Take anything you want. So favor makes you get what others have cared for themselves. You didn't get that. You know, somebody may have bought a house for himself. You know, say, God says he'll give it to you. Yes. So they kept it not for you. They kept it for themselves. But favor came upon you and they said, no, you're the one I'm going to give it to. So, verse 10. So she went down her face to the earth and said to him, oh, this, I don't like this translation. Give me verse, uh, another translation because oh, why are you so kind to me to notice I'm a foreigner? Okay, look at verse 11. Verse 11 talks about what I want now. Everything you have done for your mother and since you have brought to me, your mother and the land of your birth and how you came to the people you didn't previously know. No, sorry, you know time. This time is running. Verse 12. Now the Lord reward you for what you have done and may you receive a full reward from the Lord God of Israel. Under whose wings you have come for refuge. Favor will put you under the wings of the Lord God of Israel. So, what started as a physical interaction, Boaz has put a spiritual dimension to it. And said, may you be under the wings of the Lord of Israel. Verse, verse 13. Praise the Lord. And she said, my Lord, you have been so kind to me, for you have comforted and encouraged your slave, although I'm not like one of your female servants. Now, listen, you know she's not even an Israeli. True of us. She's a foreigner. So she does not have the rights of what? The citizens. But when favor comes upon you, your past is disconnected from. At meantime, Boaz told her, come over here and have some bread and dip it in the vinegar sauce. So she said this, she went and sat beside the harvesters and the, and the offered her roasted grain. She ate and was satisfied and had some leftover. I'm sure before she was hungry. Abby, she was living, she was living in, uh, in, uh, in hunger, in lack. But all of a sudden, she has enough. You didn't get that. 
She has enough. Not only does she have enough, she now has leftover. She now has both to have and to spare. Don't forget that in the Bible, those that have enough to have and to spare are servants. Amen. You didn't get that. So, in Luke chapter 15, the Bible talks about the prodigal son. When he came back to his mind, you know what he said to himself? He said, my father's servants have enough to do what? To eat and to do what? And to spear. Now, he didn't say my father. He said, my father's servants had enough to eat and to spare. Now, those were days of famine. So, the servants of the children of God have enough to eat and to spare. How much more the children of God in times of famine? So, Boaz, Naomi, was coming to a dimension of God in which she entered into the field and they said unto her, and she found out that by associating with what the servants had, she has now enough both to eat and to what? And to spear. May I say to everyone present listening to me this morning that you will never lack anything good again. I said you will never be in lack of food in the name of Jesus. You have enough to eat and to spare. You will never look at anyone before you eat in the name of Jesus. And when she got up to gather grain and ordered her his young men, be sure to let her gather among the bundles and don't humiliate her. Praise the Lord. You need to read this story when you get home. Pull out stacks on the bodies of her and leave her, but don't humiliate. Verse 17. Praise the Lord. Let's go on. So, so um, Ruth gathered in the grain in the field until evening. She beat out what she had gathered and it was 26 quarts of barley. 28. So she picked, she picked up the grain and went into the city where her mother-in-law saw what she had gleaned. Then she brought out what she had left over from her meal and gave it to her. Did you hear what did the mother-in-law have enough food before? So she now brought food. She left over her own food. Though. She brought it for someone. And that person itself was an Israeli. But she was a Moabite. But she was the one who actually found favor. Good. Then her mother-in-law said to me, where did you gather belly today? And where did you walk? May the Lord bless the man who noticed you. <laughs> favor is what makes men notice you. <laughs> you didn't get that. <laughs> favor means that men will notice, men will distinguish you, men will notice you. You have been working in office, they don't know you. It's because favor has not spoken for you. Praise the Lord. May the Lord, may, you say, may the Lord bless the man who notice you. So Ruth now told her mother-in-law about the men she had worked with and said, The name of the man I worked with today is Boaz. Look at what happened, verse. Next verse. Ah. Then Naomi said to her, daughter, may he be blessed of the Lord, who has not forsaken his kindness to the living or the dead. This man is a close relative. He's one of our family's redeemers. Hello, sir. He means that that's a family redeemer, so he has to redeem you. So you've got to be redeemed. Immediately, he said, oh, he's, one of our, he's a close relative. He's one of our family redeemers. So now, the covenant comes into play. The guy has to redeem you. Favor is the one that brought her to the place so initially. Favor made her to be noticed. I was looking for attention. So you are crying, ah, who will notice me more? Who will notice more? But when favor is upon you, the people that matter will notice you. The people that can change your destiny, they can change your life, will notice you. 
praise you. your redeemers will notice you. So that close man redeemer was the one that God, that favor sent to. Not another man, not a yeah man. Praise the Lord. You see, it's favor that takes you not to a yeah place, but to a redeemer. So Ruth, the man said, to, uh, stay with me. So he also said to the, uh, stay with me and my young man until they have finished all of my harvest. Look at verse 22. So Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Ruth, my daughter, it is good for you to work with these young men so that nothing will happen to you in another field. Because you can be violated in another field. They may take advantage of you in other places. You understand? But when you are here now in this field, no one can take advantage of you. But, yeah, but you see, when you go to another place, you may not have favor. So favor is locational. So if you leave that place, you may not have favor. <laughs> let me show you. Let me not share this story in public. So Ruth, stay close to us. I gathered her until the barley and harvest fields were finished. And she lived with her mother-in-law. That's wonderful. Amen. Amen. Oh, Ruth's mother-in-law now said to her, my daughter, should I not find security for you so that you'll be taken care of? That's what favor does for you. He looks for security for you. What are you looking for? Making money. It's not security. Answer me now. Security that in old age you will not be begging. True or false? Security that you will never need any man to, to, uh, to, uh, to, to drive you all around. But favor means that what? Help me to tap. Help me to tap. Yeah? Uh-huh, good. So, is... Have you not been working with this young man? This evening, he will be winning on... Uh, so, now, let's continue. Let's leave that one there. What God is about to do is that when favor finds you, what happens to you? He ultimately gives you a lifetime security. Amen. The favor and believing God will give to every member of Pottersville is what will speak to them for generations. Listen, it was the favor that came upon Ruth she married Boaz. After Boaz, they now have a child called Obed. After Obed, they have a son called Jesse. And Jesse is the father of David. That was why David could say, I now became generational favor. She now, a Moabite, now entered into the Bible as one of the what? The ascensory, one of the ascensors of Jesus Christ. Somebody that was supposed to be a cursed person. Somebody that was supposed not to matter. But in the Bible, you will never say the story of the Bible without putting root the Moabites. That's where she was coming from. Her past did not determine her future because she was favored. Hello, sir. Your family may have been cursed, but favor will speak for you today. Your lineage, nobody will have risen there, but favor will speak for you today. And, and you see, and at the end of the day, you understand, some things began to happen. Something began to happen. When someone finds favor, God begins to direct the person to the right places. Amen? You see, life, life, is, life is positional. Where you are matters as much as who you are. What did I say? Where you are matters as much as who you are. You must be at the right place. You see, if your name is never mentioned in the palace, it's because of the fact that that you have not been favored by God. You may carry greatness eh? and there is no path to the palace. You will be in the wilderness. So David was in the wilderness, but he was a king. But when God's favor wanted to speak for him, he set up Goliath. 
And when Goliath came, and all the people of Israel were paralyzed, they were starting, they, they could not face it, they looked for a savior. And David came. And David, but because David was favored, David could step into the situation. In the same as Joseph, Joseph was so favored that even in jail, even in the prison, the Bible said he was favored. But you know, favor could also mean that you're in the wilderness. But favor will not leave you in the wilderness. Favor will create a highway to you, to the palace. So when the priest, when the king could not sleep, he had a dream and he needed an interpretation. God made sure that nobody could interpret it. That's the favor of God was going to speak. And the people that was in charge, the people that he had, um, Joseph had begged, remember me when you get to the palace. That's why I always believe that. All those, uh, your network is your, your network uh, is a sham. It's a scam. When people sit down where they're delivering money, even though they're, Someone said to me, said that you have that you that you have numbers in your, your phone does not mean that you have uh, you have friends, you have you have contacts. You have, there's a way to put it that you have numbers in your phone does not mean that you have contacts. Too. That how many people can you call when there's when, when, when there's something to 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 demand of? Amen. Amen. So when you see people di- discussing money, they will not remember their friends, though. they only remember their family. I ever said, ah, come on, money day, come on, chop. They will clean out. Someone lived with us in the house, eh? and there was, there was, there was, there was, there was, uh, there was, uh, what do you call it? There was, they were doing a racket in that time. He was living in our house. He was eating my, 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 my parents' food. And he cleaned them out. He never came home one day to see. Until after everything, he used the, he built house, did everything. One day, till now backfired. Then I arrested him. It was not my parents, now I had to come and, ah, so you've been doing this thing. They would not open. And they lived, went to school, lived in the house, didn't say a word. It's like, ah, on you come and eat. Have you ever seen people say, come and eat? No, they will, not. they will clean their mouth. They will clean their mouth. It was Pastor Samson that was telling us one day. He said, they posted this one place in the office. And he now realized that we were making so much money. I said, ah, so you were making all this place. And he never said, did they talk? They will not talk. They will clean, they will clean their mouth. They will do as if nothing. A favor will take you to the right place. Amen. You will find favor Amen. in the name of Jesus. I believe that when God wants to transform your life, the first thing God sends to the person is favor. And I believe God wants to transform your life. When he wants to distinguish you, God's favor distinguishes a man. His favor does what? It distinguishes the person. And, it will, and I believe that every member of Potterson will be distinguished. As from today, your life will be distinguished. Amen. You will not be like members of your clan. You will not be like members of your family. There shall be a distinguishing factor. You understand? I've told you before, and I'm saying this again. Maybe some of you think I'm joking. That very soon, that even your family members will take the privilege that they know you. So, in conclusion, I want to talk to you about the fact that a man, a person can find favor. And you will be the recipient of that favor. Praise the Lord. You will be the recipient of what? That favor. You know, somebody said something. He said, favor will give to you in one day what a thousand years of labor cannot give to you. But the most important thing about favor is that favor directs helpers to you. It brings helpers to you. 
He brings what? Helpers to you. He directs helpers to you. And that's where I want God to do for every one of you who came to church this morning. That the people that will transform your life, God will direct them to you. You'll be amazed about how many opportunities are in the land. You understand? But they're not directed to you. But as from today, because you have found favor, the kind of opportunities that will transform you, change you, change your story, and not only change your story, change the story of the generations after you. He said, God will direct it to you. You see, at the end of the day, Ruth was not the only one that was transformed. Her children became what? Transformed. Ruth became what? The Ruth became the ancestor of Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ were to say in inverted commas, had the blood of what? Ruth. If, if, we, if we could use that kind of word. We agree with that. There was no man, man's, uh, what do you call it? Man's uh, rule there. So it was only the woman. So Mary, you know, was the only one there. So let's, and if you trace the genealogy of Jesus through Mary, you will find that what? You will find Jesus Christ there. So I am asking one of you, do you want to find a generational attraction? I know favor is that influence. It's a, it's a force. I call it a force. I call it a power. I call it a transformational thing. A, trans, a supernatural influence that God uses to change a person's story. And today, I want you to rise up this morning and cry for that favor. What did I say? And cry for that favor. And you will know why I want you to cry for the favor. I didn't see it in the translation that we read. So let me look at my own translation. The verse in my own translation. Praise the Lord. Amen. So in verse 13 of Ruth chapter 2. Verse 13. Luke, uh, Ruth chapter 2. Ruth chapter 2 verse 13. Ruth chapter 2 verse 13. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let me find favor in your sight, my Lord. Mm-hmm. For you have comforted me and have spoken kindly to your maid servant. So what is what was, what was our prayer? Let me find favor. Let me find favor. So the prayer you can pray today is that God, let me find favor in your sight. I told you that favor is found, Abby. The church, answer me now. The Bible says, and Noah found what? Favor in the eyes of God. R- look at Romans, um, Genesis chapter 6, verse 8. G- Genesis verse 8. Genesis 6, 8. But Noah found what? Grace. No. Grace. Found favor and grace in? In the eyes of the Lord. So it depends on whose eyes that you are finding favor. True of us. So, in the Bible here, God wanted to destroy the whole world. But the Bible says, no, I found what? Favor. In the eyes of God. Now, look at Ruth's prayer. Um, um, Ruth's prayer. In Ruth chapter 2, verse 13. Then she said, Let me find favor in your sight. Let me find favor in your sight. My Lord. So, look. Let me tell you something. So, what was Ruth's prayer? Ruth was telling him, Let me find favor in your sight. Today, I want you to cry to God. Like your generation after you demands it. That may you find favor in the sight of God this morning. In the name of Jesus. Can you pray that prayer? Say, Father. Can you rise up and say prayer and say, Father. Let me find favor in your eyes this morning. Let me find favor in your eyes this morning. 
favor, the kind of favor that distinguishes a man, the kind of favor that directs a man, the kind of favor that, that helps a man. Let me find it in your eyes this morning. Cry to God, say, Father, let me find it in your eyes this morning. So shall it be in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. But the Bible says that God, that Jesus Christ increased the favor with God and with man. You can have favor with God and not have favor with man. You can have favor with man and not have favor with God. So we are praying for favor in the eyes of God. Can we also pray for favor in the eyes of men? Because men are the instrument of use in the, in the, on the earth. If God wants to bless you, he has to use a man. If the enemy wants to destroy someone, he has to use a man. So you will pray to God this morning. May I find favor in the eyes of the man that can transform my destiny. Hello, sir. Look, by, 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 <laughs> you saw that Ruth, Ruth was what? Ruth found favor in the eyes of Boaz. Boaz was a kinsman redeemer. Boaz could redeem. If Ruth found favor with a Yeye man that had no power to redeem, what would have happened? Nothing would have happened to him. Uh-huh. But Ruth found favor in the eyes of someone who had the power to redeem. There's someone who has power to transform lives. There are men in their hands, they have power to transform lives. There are men, look, I was thinking about something yesterday and there was a story about Billy Graham. Billy Graham was an ordinary man and one man came and said to him, he said, I like the way you preach. And he wrote, the man had power with all the top newspapers and um, editors in the world. He now wrote them a letter. He said, publicize this guy. Immediately, Billy Graham went from a nobody to become a somebody because somebody used his platform and, and uh, transformed him. Jonathan was at the back. But somebody used his platform to make him somebody. The difference between a nobody and a somebody is somebody putting his platform upon a nobody and transforming a nobody to becoming a somebody. Today, the person that can transform your life, the man in whose hands there is power to transform life, may God make you find favor with him. In the name of Jesus. May God make you find favor with him. So cry to God and say, Father, the man, the destiny helper that can transform my story, may I find favor with him today. May I find favor in his sight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' name we pray. Who has found favor? Who has found favor? You know, I the I is not a name. Who has found favor? As you have spoken, may you find favor with God and man in the name of Jesus. May the heavens connect you, make you go to the right field, to the right person, to the right position that will transform your destiny in the name of Jesus. You will not struggle in a field that has no blessing. In the name of Jesus, God will take every one of you from every land where there is no refreshing, every land where there is darkness, every land there is a pit. God will take you away from that place in the name of Jesus. God will put you and position you by 
by the favor of God onto the place where generations after you will ensure that you will never lack again in the name of Jesus that you will have enough both to eat and to spare and to be a blessing to your generation and to your world that shall be your testimony in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit we hope you've been blessed with this message for more of such life transforming and destiny impacting messages follow us on all of our social media handles on Facebook and YouTube, Pottersville. On Instagram, the Pottersville Church. Thank you and God bless you.